Sadly, lives Dozens falling ill with a mysterious virus that would ultimately change their temperatures. The coronavirus presents a public health This is the Make the Choice podcast, a series that provides a safe place for discussion on vaccine hesitancy, something that has caused a lot of confusion and division among mob in our community. A collaboration between the state Indigenous health and Indigenous media peak bodies in Queensland. The Make the Choice podcast, where we find the answers to the questions our mob have around the COVID-19 vaccine. This is the Make the Choice podcast. Hello and welcome to the podcast um, being produced here at 98.9 FM uh, for Queensland Aboriginal residents um, as the COVID-19 pandemic continues to spread across the globe and wreak havoc. Um, it's here in Australia and it's been heavily impacted in New South Wales and Victoria, particularly in Western New South Wales Aboriginal communities as the Queensland border is set to open as we approach Christmas on December 17. Um, we know that's going to bring with it a range of problems, including the spreading of the Delta variant to susceptible Aboriginal communities here in Queensland. Um, today, I have Research Officer from Quake, uh, Jed Fraser, here with me. We're going to talk about hesitancy. We're going to talk about um, why our mob aren't getting it, what are some of our fears, and some of the common issues around COVID-19 and the vaccine. But first of all, brother, I'll just get you to introduce yourself, um, your mob, who you are and what you do. Yeah, thank you very much. And thanks for having me. It's such a, uh, an important issue that we're talking on today. Um, so I'm very uh, grateful to be here. Uh, yeah, so my name's Jed Fraser. I'm a proud Bidger and Man and Danji man from southwest Queensland, particularly Family Connections and Charleville or Gathella. Um, I'm a research officer for Quake and also a PhD candidate with the University of Queensland and uh, also have a background in, in public health. Um, so, you know, I also just wanted to shout out to everybody, you know, I know it's a hard time at the moment and particularly, you know, with borders opening up soon and, um, you know, there's a lot of mob that's gone through a lot over the last sort of year and a half. So, you know, we're all thinking about each other and that's the strength of our people is we're thinking about each other in this in this time. Yeah, certainly. Um you know, it's been a very divisive couple of years in terms of border closures and communities not being able to connect with each other and attending funerals and events and, and things like that. So it has been a real trying time, but, um, but yeah, we are thinking of each other, aren't we? That's exactly right, and we have to, and that's the, that's the power of us, yes. our people, you know, thinking about each other all the time. Yep, um, and we do need to think about each other right now here in Queensland. Um, as I just said earlier, the, the border opens around December 17, I think it is, and, it, and as I said, with that, um, we are, you know, all the modelling and the data shows that the Delta variant of the COVID-19 strain will come up here and impact our communities heavily, like it did in Western New South Wales, um, Walgut, Wilcannia, Dubbo, Peak Hill, Angonia and such. Um, there was loss of lives, there was sorry business. Um, from your perspective, brother, how has the, the COVID journey for you personally been over the last couple of years? And I guess as the border opens... You know, what should we be starting to talk about with each other? Yeah, yeah, it's, um, I think it's been tough. Like everybody else, it's been tough, particularly, you know, we've been sort of lucky here in Mianjin that it hasn't been, you know, too many lockdowns and different things like that. I know, you know, we're social people. I'm a social person. I love connecting with my mob, my family, my friends. So being locked inside the whole time and um, having that shift and, you know, there's the mental health impacts that come along with that that I know a lot of people are suffering from. Um, and then sort of as a professional working and researching in public health, it's sort of, you know, been full, full on for us. Um, you know, there was the whole 
system trying to get organised for this uh, COVID pandemic that we that none of us really knew what was sort of happening. And um, we had some very great Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander leaders within our sector that, um, you know, showed some great leadership and self-determination in our communities that um, protected our, our people. Um, and then, you know, now that the vaccine is coming out and the, like you mentioned, the borders are going to open and... Um, we know that that's going to be, you know, it's now moving into this next phase that's quite serious and um, we have to be prepared for that. And, yeah. um, you know, this is why we're having this conversation to really get the message out there. And, you know, I don't want to be a, a preacher or harp on about anything. I just, um, you know, just want to have a yarn around some of these things that, that that's coming um, our way because, you know, it's now this phase that the, go- the government calls living with COVID. Yep. And, you know, we know our communities are more susceptible to the, the disease. So um, we we just need to be prepared and, um, you know, really start getting the move on, I suppose. Yeah. And the, the talk is, you know, there's lots of campaigns around, you know, step up and get the jab and uh, make the choice and all this sort of thing. But um, we're really like, you know, it's here and now. It's, um, you know, it's not, not going away and it's, um, something that we're going to have to really fastly deal with as we've seen in New South Wales and Victoria. Um, let's go back a little bit, brother. Vaccine hesitancy, mm-hmm. particularly for our mob, mm-hmm. for our brothers. Um, distrust of government, scared of needles, um, all these sort of things. Let's unpack a few of them, eh? Yeah, so I think, you know, it's it's okay to be um, hesitant at first and sort of um, trying to understand, you know, vaccines in general and particularly the COVID vaccine and we're, we're in a bit of a um, ethical sort of situation being Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander with the I guess the colonial history and the colonial violence that's happened on Indigenous bodies um, yeah so I'm you know I'm well aware of, of our history when it comes and, to th- and this is a big one yeah definitely this is a big one. definitely it affects all of us and you know the distrust in government you know look at what the government's done to us over the well, since colonisation, since the ships rocked up on our shores. So yep. having, you know, that, that uh, um, the hesitancy along with, you know, a, a, a vaccine that's, you know, come from the government or being pushed by the government, I, I completely understand that. Um, and, you know, there's the other side of things around, you know, there was um, some hesitancy sort of that come out from the media, particularly around the AstraZeneca um Yes. Uh, vaccine around blood clotting and all that. And um, there's been so much misinformation as well that sort of perpetuates and, so, and rolls on with this misinformation that sort of... It's a, it's a, it's a misinformation minefield, I call it, mm-hmm. because no matter where you seem to step or anything, there's so many different messages coming in, a government, out of media, and that's created the doubt and the conspiracy theories and things oh, yeah. like that, which we understand. Yeah, yeah. But there's got to be some facts at the end of the day. Yeah, and I'm, even for me, as someone who's a researcher undertaking a PhD, um, trying to find you know solid, good information and factual information has been tough at times because there's been so much out there. And I know you know a lot of mob, and including myself, we get uh, information from social media. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my things that I like to do is sort of have a look at the comments and seeing what people are saying around that because. You know, there's so many people, um, I don't know if there's a misunderstanding or, or whatever it may be around sort of our health and well-being. And, and um, at the end of the day, it's we, we need to look at the factual information and mm. go to the correct sources um, that are, are from, you know, our medical experts. Yeah, yeah, because, you know, the misinformation highway is very real and very dangerous. And we see it on Facebook and TikTok particularly. 
because um, they're huge platforms to spread this sort of information. They spread for the coronavirus half the time, but um, but people believe it. Yeah. And that's the problem. And particularly our mob believe it. Mm-hmm. And I see this at home and I see this up here um, where social media is a real problem of misinformation because they think it's true and they think it's factual. Yeah, and it's, it's especially when you have... Um, people who you, who you're close by to, or people you might look up to, and um, I guess that social impact that comes along with this with this misinformation, mm-hmm. or, and sometimes there's misinformation and then there's disinformation yep. as well, where people actually spreading misinformation on purpose, and then uh, misinformation's more around you know people sharing that not necessarily trying to um, you know harm people or whatever. So um, it's all about from us from you know the. Our Quake perspective is is putting it, um, you know, getting this information actually out there that's actually truthful. Yeah. And that's based on, you know, the scientific evidence and um, that's been, you know, done on clinical trials, that's been massive and all these massive science and all the stuff that's a lot smarter than, than me mm. um, and, you know, particularly around the vaccine. Yeah. And because, you know, we, you know, a few of us, well, me and, you know, Jai Lawton, our CEO here, we had a conversation a couple of weeks ago when we were starting to, to write this series of this podcast and, and, and really discussing hesitancy. And for me and him, we had a good laugh because we were just scared of needles. Yeah. That's why we didn't go get it first. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, a simple thing like that, um, you know, I feel quite stupid about it now, but, yeah, I was, I was one of those kids that, you know, tried to run from the nurse getting the flu injection at high school and things like that, but um, just being scared of needles and then, you know, just sitting back and waiting, I'll just wait and just see what happens to everybody else, cuz. We'll just, yeah. just see what happens. Yeah, and I think, um, you know, particularly in Queensland, there has been that complacency around getting getting the vaccine and, um, you know, being scared of needles, super, super common. And I was talking to someone earlier, um, they took their son to get vaccinated and he was scared of needles and, you know, he went white as a ghost because he was scared, but um, he stepped up and got it done. And, you know, it doesn't, didn't hurt or anything. And I understand that anxiety and the phobia around, um, you know, the needle side of things yep. as well. And, um, but it's about making that choice. Yeah. And it's about protecting our people and protecting our communities. And that's it. And it sounds like a cliche. And someone said to me, oh, it sounds like a bit of a cliche now. This, I'll protect my elders and protect my, my communities. And and that person was from up here. And I was like, oh, have you ever met anyone from co- had COVID? Or, and they said no. Yeah. And I said, well, I know a whole community that's stuck in RVs, in caravans and motorhomes because they had to socially distance and they didn't have hospital beds in Wilkenya. So they wanted to get lined up, you know. 50 metres apart in an RV, yeah, well, you know, that, and, that, and that's how they had to live for months until they until they wiped out the Delta out of their community, you know. Yeah, and look, um, there has been that complacency in Queensland because we, we've we been pretty good, mm-hmm. but that's the thing, it's coming, um, and uh, these things are going to happen where people are going to have to, you know, isolate in different things if people aren't vaccinated. So going from, you know, this cliche about protecting your community and your elders and, and your, your, your mob... Um, you know, it might be cliche, but now it's it's true. But it's real. It's it's, it's, it's going to happen. So, um, you know, that this is sort of what you know my philosophy is as well as a as a health professional. Is everything I do is about helping our mob. Mm-hmm. Um, now everybody has the chance to help their mob. They, they do. They do. What sort of conversations have you had with you know your own family around this and you know and, and discussing vaccine vaccination and and COVID nineteen? Yeah, it's uh, it's one of them ones where. I talk about it all the time. I talk about it, um, you know, with people at work, with people who I'm studying with and, and family and, um, 
you know, it's quite interesting hearing people's different perspectives and opinions and um, trying to take that information in and, and see it from their perspective as well. I mm-hmm. think that's really important is um, people doesn't agree with your opinion. It's not, you know, getting angry and, and, you know, trying to debate them. It's listening to them and trying to point them in the direction in a calm way. Um, so most of my conversations have, have been positive yep. and people have stepped up. My, well, my family's been, uh, been vaccinated. Um, I had to push, you know, my brothers to go get it. Um, you know, they're in that in that age group like myself. I'm a, I'm 25. Yep. Um, where you know, if if I got COVID, um, it might not be necessarily uh, the you know be or end or for me, but I know that I have you know a moral duty yep. as a as a you know a black fellow and a professional that when I'm going to communities, I got to make sure that I'm you know vaccinated to protect the communities I'm going to. Um, so, yeah, this is sort of tall between my professional and my personal, um, you know, life around, yeah. around it. And for me, it was, um, you know, i got to get it. Yeah. Um, otherwise, you know, I don't want to be that person that, you know, might accidentally catch it or be asymptomatic where I don't show symptoms and, you know, I'm hanging out with mob every day. Yeah. Um, and, you know, you don't want to be that person. But as, as we've seen with this new Delta strain, and particularly down in Victoria, um, lots of more younger people yes. are ending up in ICU and um, on respirators and things like that. Yes. And the, the Delta strain is a more, um, you know, it's a stronger strain. It's going to, um, you know, we don't know the full effects of, of what it's like, particularly for young people. There was uh, a fella, you know, I was reading in the news, um, he was 30 and he was fit and he was, you know, struggling to breathe and different things. And, um you know, they're looking at things around, you know, long-term effects mm-hmm. from the Delta strain. But we know the best way to protect yourself from the Delta strain and from COVID is to get the vaccination. We know that hospitalisation rates will go down, ventilation rates go down, mm-hmm. um, the severity of the illness goes down when you have the when you have the vaccination. Yep. Yeah, that's, you know, it's just... Yeah, Vanessa Clements was talking about it this morning and she's an epidemiologist and it's just... Um, it's likened to the flu. It's a cousin of the flu, she said, and we get the flu vaccine every year. And one thing that's really surprised me that she said, um, and I just want to say this again on this podcast, is that the flu the flu um, shot that we get every year is a different flu shot because it's updated because of the strains grow, just like the Delta variant is. There's different strains of the flu and whatnot, and so the flu shot up is updated yeah. every year. So you get a new type of flu yeah. shot. You don't get the same one every year. And I've just learned that this morning. Yeah, so the, the virus will mutate. Yes. Um, and with the flu virus and, you know, we've seen there was a really interesting study that was um, published where um, they looked at the, the, the strains and how much it mutates since the original strain and it mutates so, so much. And this is why it's really important that we have a high percentage of vaccinations. So we are protected from that. Um so that way, if it does, you know, you know, it could potentially, if we don't get the vaccination rates up, it could mutate and the vaccination might not be, you know, as strong yeah. for our bodies. Yep. Um, but, you know, at the moment, it's the Delta strain that, that we're worried about. We know how contagious it is, it is um, and we know how deadly the virus is, yep. particularly for our mob. Um, we know we have, you know, a lot of comorbidities. We have, um, you know, our elders that we need to look after because they're the ones that are passing down our knowledge. Um so it's about taking that personal obligation and and thinking, you know, what what's best yeah. and making the choice. Yeah, because the modelling does show that, um, you know, it's not real good, the modelling, and uh, we're going to lose lives up here. Um, that's a given. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, yeah. Unfortunately. You know, we're going to have more sorry business than on top of the sorry business that we've already got, you know. Um, 
so what do we say to, to, to people who do get vaccinated? Because some of the communities up here, their, their vaccination rates are so low that it's, um, you know, it's a bit ridiculous, really, mm-hmm. um, considering what's happened down south. How do we get the message across to particularly young fellas, you know, your age? Mm-hmm. Um, I had this conversation with my son. He was lagging because he was listening to anti-faxes on Facebook and making up his own mind with, with stuff. And, um, you know, some of, that, some of that information on Facebook um, comes from very dubious sources, yeah. you know? Yeah, and that's exactly right. Um, you know, um, like I said, I'm 25, I'm a young fella. Um, you know, I, you know we're, we're the next generation. So we want to learn from, you know, old people, our families, our kingships around, you know, our culture. <laughs> and to be able to do that, um, we want to, you know, keep everybody safe. We need to keep everybody safe. And, you know, listening to people's um, wild conspiracy theories and, you know, these things that, you know, are you know, made up in America or whatnot uh-huh. and um, people's opinions that just sort of come out of nowhere with no scientific evidence when we have the evidence there is, um, you know, just be be cautious of, of what you're reading, particularly on, on your social media. And, you know, a few little things, a few little tips that you can do to find, you know, factual information. Yeah, because this is really important. Yeah, so a few little things is if someone's posting stuff, you know, and it, you know, might be opinion. You can ask them and be like, you know, where's this evidence from, or, or who who posted this? Another thing that you can do is when people are posting different news sources or media clips or whatever, is read beyond the title. Yep. Actually, look at it and read it, and you know, analyze it. We're all smart people, Blackfellas. We're smart. We yep. know what to, we know what we're talking about. We're the smartest in the world. And then you know, then you can go look at you know um, these other you know larger websites that might be the World Health Organization, Queensland Health. Come to check out our Quake website. Make the choice because um, they have you know the questions, frequently asked questions that are on there. The other place you can go to straight away is your local Aboriginal community-controlled health organisation's mm-hmm. website. Or if you if you're really anxious or you know worried about the vaccine, is my best advice would just be call yeah local yeah. local health service and because we understand that you to get, you want to question about the vaccine like we do understand this right yeah and that's that's a good thing to be critical and, and yeah think question things that. for yeah. you mob you know so yeah I just think yeah question stuff and and then yeah, go to these places that Jed just said and get the information there you know and what else are you finding in your work around this sort of stuff. Yeah, it's just around a lot of the conversation around what's coming. Yeah, and um, being trying to get on top of everything, and um, you know, we know that some of our communities are under resourced, so um, working around how we can get resources and, and getting ready for this. Um, and Queensland, oh, sorry, Mike, but Queensland is so spread out as well. Mm-hmm. You know, so that creates another range of problems oh, yeah. in terms of and, and it just getting vaccines out and getting ventilators out maybe and mm-hmm. you know all sorts of things yeah so there's a lot of i guess uh overlapping overlapping things that come into play and like i said we have some really great leaders within um queensland um you know talking to the government and um trying to do what's best for our mob and hopefully the government are listening mm. um it, there's a lot of research going on in, around sort of COVID-19, um, you know, looking at things around the, the vaccine in terms of, um, you know, how effective it is, mm-hmm. um, particularly with the Delta strain. I was talking to a researcher um, this morning around, you know, um, COVID-19 and different things with mums and bubs and yep. looking at starting up some research around that. And, yeah. Um, 
So there's a lot of things sort of going on. Um, and I know it can be overwhelming at times as well. Sometimes I'm like, I just got to get off social media. I got to stop reading about it. Yeah, I know. Just focus on yeah. yourself as well, you know. Um, I think there you got to remind yourself, hey, create a bit of space just to have a bit of normal life. Yeah. And like, because it's so, yeah, it's like last two years, all we've talked about is COVID really. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. um, well, how can we not? It's just, it's on the paper, it's in the TV, it's, you know, we're getting tested, we're getting locked down, we're getting all sorts of things. So, um, but yeah, it's it's one of these things that we've just got to keep educating ourselves on and, and you know, it's going to keep adapting and growing and we've got to keep, you know, we're going to COVID normal now. Yep. So as black people, we're going to go, how are we going to do this? Yeah, it's not going away anytime soon. That's mm. the thing. Yeah. Um, it's going to hang around, you know, we're still going to have to wear masks. So make sure you wear your mask, make sure you're checking in. Yep. Um, because they, they, these little things um, are there, you know, for our safety. And this is something for the top half of Queensland is going to have to get used to because most of them aren't wearing masks at the moment. No. We had Uncle Bob Blair here the other morning talking about the Rockhampton experience mm-hmm. and they're not wearing masks at all in shopping centres anyway. Um, so that's something that mob are going to have to get used to is as it gets up there, they're going to start wearing masks. And at the start, wearing masks are bloody uncomfortable until you get used to it. Yeah, oh, it sucks at first. It absolutely sucks, bro. Yeah, but... Uh, <laughs> You know, it, you, you get you get used to it. Might take a couple of days, but you know, think of the bigger picture yeah. of, of why you're doing it. And um, like I said, particularly this Delta strain that's coming, it, it's very contagious. Yeah. Um. So, and that's a, a way to, to protect yourself. Making sure you're doing simple things like washing your hands and using hand sanitizer. Mm. Um. It's really really good to see that. Um, well, you know, well, me and Vanessa are going back to that discussion we had. Um. Hasn't been much cold and flu around the last couple of years because everybody's hand sanitizing. Yeah. And wearing masks, mm-hmm. and that's stopping the spread of the common cold and flu. Mm-hmm. So that's sort of bust that theory out there. There's conspiracy theories around <laughs> that as well. I <laughs> know oh, it's great. You know, there's a there's a there's a positive that comes out of this sort of thing. Yeah. And you know, this is a it's a pandemic. Yeah. Um, it's a serious thing. It, we wouldn't, uh, you know, we wouldn't be having these lockdowns and getting this vaccination done and um, all that if it wasn't a serious, um, serious health health threat. Yeah. And. Um, like I said, you, you know, in Queensland, we've been quite lucky, um, particularly being a large state, being able to move around sort of yep. thing and only being locked down a couple of times compared to, you know, I always think of, you know, Sydney and, and Victoria and, our, you know, our mob down there, they're always thinking of them. And, oh, mate, the Victorian blackfellas. Man, they, they... Pretty much a year and mm-hmm. you know, maybe a bit longer now yeah. with the second one, but, um, mate, yeah, the, what they've gone through and if... Uh, yeah, I think if we'd had that up here, then the whole thing would be different, mm-hmm. you know. So I really, I really implore Queensland mob to really draw on your family's experiences in Queensland and, I'm sorry, Victoria and New South Wales because, and talk to them because it's been bloody hard. Yeah. And um, they weren't prepared out west, you know. The government failed them. They weren't prepared out west New South Wales and it hit them hard. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, and that's exactly right, you know. Um, you know, thinking of other mob and putting that in perspective and... Uh, you know, just stepping up and, and trying to get the vaccine. Yeah. There's definitely vaccine hubs around or, or you can t- talk to your local Aboriginal health service and they can hook you up or t- put you in the right direction. And I, there's so many positives that come out of it as well, right? So mm. there's the, obviously the safety and protection of yourself. Yep. There's the protection of your community, your friends, your family, your mob, your elders as well. 
But there's also the things that are going to have to come into play soon. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's going to be pro- va- vaccine passports coming in, yep. most likely in Queensland, where, um, you know, if you... Got mine. Yeah, you won't be able to move around if you don't have that. And, you know, we're not, we know what we like. We like to get around. We like to, yeah. you know, have a bit of fun as well. And, you know, they, they said they might be opening the borders internationally next year. Yep. I know you mob itching to go travelling as well. So. Yeah, a lot of mob want to get back to Bali. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's like a Bali trip. <laughs> <laughs> um, and just finally, um, and Jed, and amazing work you do, brother. And what I've, what I've learned doing this podcast is that there's so many amazing black health professionals up here in Queensland. And these mob aren't gammon. Um, they do their research. They've done their study. They actually know what COVID-19 is and they know how to best protect communities. And I'll just implore mob out there to listen to them and and maybe listen to other people on Facebook. Um, but yeah, just finally, brothers, what's your final parting words that you'd like to, to to tell our mob, you know, out there who are thinking about getting the vaccine or maybe not getting it and, you know, still wondering about COVID, you know, bro? What, what, what do you want to tell them, bro? Oh, look, just to sort of wrap things up around some things that I've touched on is, um, you know, look at factual evidence and factual information and, and you know, try to stay away from um, things that, you know, that might seem that's not quite right mm-hmm. or, you know, he's talking, you know, smack and he's gammon, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Um, you know, that that would be a first thing if, if you're sort of, you know, thinking about it. It's actually going having a look at the information around, look at the frequently asked questions. I went now to look at that the other day just to see what people are asking and they mm-hmm. have some really key messages within that. Um, the other thing is putting things into perspective. So, yes, it's coming. So... Um, again, it's about protecting. It's about protecting our, our people. Yep. And I think that's so fundamental, particularly um, us young fellows. We have a responsibility here. So, and I know our vaccination rates aren't great at the moment. Yeah, I think that's the biggest responsibility actually is amongst your age range, mm-hmm. amongst that cohort of you know the twenty to twenty five year old young black fellows and women. I think it's uh, yeah, it's really on them to because you know they're smart, they're educated, they've got technology. Mm-hmm. Use it, people. You yeah. Know? Yeah. So that would be my, my two biggest things is, um, you know, getting actual information from proper, proper, proper sources mm-hmm. and, you know, particularly people around my age is stepping up and thinking about it in the bigger picture. Yeah. Now, well, Jed, thanks for your time today. It's been amazing for you to come in and, and share your knowledge and, um, you know, the work that you do with Quake and um, along with other health professionals up here in Queensland. It's really inspirational. And um, at this time, it's, um, you know, you guys are like our soldiers on the front line because um, you're really out there protecting our communities through the work that you do. So we thank you very much. Oh, thank you very much. Thanks for having me and thanks for having a listen. And um, I hope you enjoyed and or learned something and, and, and get vaccinated. Yep. And like we said, you can get all the information, um, all your health services, your AMSs. Um, it's all there online, 98.9. We put stuff out as well, Black Media and, and all the health professionals are coming together to give you, our listeners, the best and most current information going forward. Yep. Thank you. Thank you. The Make the Choice Podcast.